Monday, I'm going to Poppy. Poppy! Yeah. There will no be no earplugs allowed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I want to have my ears ringing on the way. You got, you got to be double vaxxed, but no earplugs. Um, yeah. where, uh, where's that show? <laughs> the Danforth. The Danforth Music Hall. Yeah. General admission. You still have time if you'd like to come along. Have you ever, uh, have you ever <laughs> been to that venue? Yeah, uh, a couple times actually. I saw Prozac play there. Prozac. Now was she and was she supposed to play there the whole time? I remember the show. You bought the show years ago. Got canceled. Yeah, last year, last October. I think it was always the Danforth, which I like it. It's a good, smaller venue, like a thousand, two thousand people. I can kind of move around. Either way, you got a good sight line. Mm-hmm. I like it. The floor is like slanted so it like goes downwards so if you're on the floor but in the back you can still see it's one of those good sightline yeah so uh, i really like yeah type of venues and bars inside the venue like the just the bar stand off to the side you don't even have to leave you can Mm. be watching the concert yeah can't wait poppy poppy she's back (laughs) she have a song that does she have a song for a stand and deliver do we think uh, <laughs> or no, or is Poppy? Uh, so. Poppy went. I think that's, yeah, that she, went with yeah. Two point is. Not, that's too bad. It's that's like Wale bad. now, right? Wale or something. Oh, 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 oh yeah, he's 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 tweeted. Uh, he, a former Tweet League champion, actually. Uh, Wale definitely uh, said something. Or he had a song. Was it something like that? A theme. He has something to do with WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what it I is. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I? Don't know much about it. <laughs> well, oh, well. But, but I guess, you know, yeah, Poppy. But unfortunately, Poppy's out. Um, That's okay. She was there long enough for me to discover her yeah. and lead to this. Who movie. knew? Who knew? <clears throat> kind of like, the, you know, something that was And formed. the first impression, I didn't even care. I'm like, what is this? I don't know who this shit is. Exactly. When we saw her uh, probably at a take, it was probably a takeover. Yeah. Like who that? What, what, was she, what was she doing? What was she doing there? It was. Or, she performed a song, I think, but. Yeah, but like no there. purpose. She wasn't performing somebody's theme music. No, she was just. I guess Triple H just likes her. He's like, hey, let's have this chick open the show. <laughs> so remember a couple times they had like a guitarist one time. Yeah, had, you, know, know. you know they do that on the entrances, right? Every so often we get a yeah, yeah. the the old live performance, the old Chris <laughs> Jericho's guitar player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Let me take a sip of water. You do the same. And let's get into the podcast. Let's get into uh, the Shoe Brothers. Shoe Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Mike, this is episode 175. We're almost at our, uh, bicentennial? Bicentennial? Bicentennial Man, is that Robin what, Williams. It, bicentennial Man with Robin Williams. Is that what? Is that what two hundred? Or is Bicentennial <coughs> fifty? I don't. I never know. Mike Shepard. Mike um, Shepard. By the way, Mike the Shoot Shepard. Thank you, Cameron Chico Osborne. <laughs> on the other side there. Um, I mean, that's a good question because bi can kind of mean. I both. never know. <laughs> like, does is bi weekly every other week or twice well, a week? So it's like you and I have talked about this briefly before. Oh, jeez, uh, really? Something different here. I refuse to call my brother's wife my stepsister. 
because if I were to marry a woman, her sister would be my stepsister, right? Completely different relationship, same title, doesn't make sense. I refuse. Okay. <laughs> so wait, what? Uh, what is that? Wait, what were we? T- <laughs> <laughs> what, was it, what was the original? <laughs> the original was. Uh, I was trying to relate it to something. It's bi-weekly, every other bi-weekly, week. Bi-weekly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stepsister, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, bi-yearly, bicentennial. Doesn't matter. One seventy-five. That's the episode number. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always, I've always been curious about that one specifically. Uh, I tracked it. Um, uh, episode two hundred. Episode two hundred is looking to be uh, like last week in March. Uh, sorry, last week in August. First week in September. Okay. So somewhere right when the all... kids are going back to school. Somewhere around <laughs> all out. That's uh. Yeah exactly it depending on how the show shakes out but it's the uh weekly wrestling podcast uh where we get into uh all the ups and downs of the week mike uh new new with with our wednesday show scheduled geez it feels like we're we're behind on one of the hottest tickets um on television every wednesday night you know now that we're recording the show on wednesday yeah. So uh, it feels like it feels like I mean at this point Revolution was two weeks ago, but I guess on the heels of the explosive pay per view event, um, I would say uh, let's get into some AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Light the fuse, strike the boom, Dynamite. Boom. So- <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is actually yeah, this is our Fallout show where all the uh, all the fun stuff happens. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. New stuff. New stuff. Uh, Chris Jericho comes out though. Start the match. Uh, says even though I lost on Sunday, Sunday to Eddie Kingston, that was one of the best matches of my career. Which I mean, yeah, it was pretty good, but I don't know about career best. But hey. If that's how he feels. That's fine. <laughs> I'm uh, not going to tell Grace Jericho about how he feels about <laughs> anything. Yeah. So he thanks Eddie uh, for bringing out of for bringing that out of him, bringing out that match, and says, "I'm sorry, I didn't live up to my word. Refused to shake his hand." And the crowd boos. Says, "Shake his hand." So Jericho says, "All right, I want to pay my debt." Calls Eddie out. So Kingston comes down, cuts his own promo, says, "You know what, Chris? You were right what you said before. I couldn't win the big one." And uh, as he was trying to talk, some jerk-off fan kept shouting, What? So Eddie stops and says, Yo, give me a second, dog, for real. Show some respect. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, the crowd and Jericho, they both applaud. The cr- they that, they pop. <laughs> that that they was pop. such a big pop. Yeah, but this, this is becoming like a weekly thing of people trying to get over uh, during promos now. People hmm. are just interrupting, but hey, the wrestlers don't care. They just shut you right down. <laughs> yeah, well, a, uh, a, a, a couple, yeah. It's been, it's, yeah. It's been a few weeks <laughs> it's now. Been a couple. Ever since that MJF uh, <clears throat> Jew Boy promo, um, it's felt <laughs> yeah. like every single week the crowd has felt like they have a little more play. Yeah. Eddie, he even said, Steve Austin ain't here, dog, relax. <laughs> but it's a little, you know, that's a, that's a, a competitor reference, Steve Austin, featured on WrestleMania. But uh, anyways, yeah. Pre- pre- uh, uh, past and and future, possible <laughs> yeah. future. So he talks about his uh, Players Tribune article that came out, where he was very open about his mental health struggles, and he said uh, over the course of a weekend he had four separate people come up to him and tell him that he is the reason that they didn't end their life. So 
There's no way he's going to let people like that down. So, yeah, he uh, he cried in his hotel room after the match. He made everyone proud. Not Jericho, not the fans. The handshake wasn't for him. He wanted the win. The handshake was for you, Jericho. You refused. And, uh, yeah, so basically that's your problem. Uh, but eventually Jericho just says, yeah, everything you said is right. I respect you. You gave me one of the best matches ever I've ever had, so I'd be honored if you shake my hand. Eddie Kingston accepts the handshake, and then 2.0, Daniel Garcia come running out, attack both men. Uh, so Santana and Ortiz run out, make the save. They hand Jericho his baseball bat. Santana grabs Garcia. Jericho takes a swing, but then he hits Santana instead. Uh, and then right after, cracks Ortiz as well. So the son of a bitch, he's turned on everyone. And uh, yeah, they all just beat down Kingston, Ortiz, Santana. And then Jake Hager runs out. He's like, what the fuck, Chris? But then he just joins in anyways, helps the beat down. So Hager's part of the crew. And, uh, yeah, Jericho announces that we are the Jericho Appreciation Society, this new group. Uh, <coughs> <need> a name. <laughs> Maybe a different name will stick, but as of now, I don't think there's a shirt. There's the shirts and stuff. I, I think the name. I think this is I the guess. name. I mean, him and Hagger, they took off their inner circle jackets and yeah. placed them over. So th- it's done. It's over. Inner circle. God, former uh, former shooty winners. The inner yeah. circle, I believe, faction of the year uh, took a, took an award home, and just like that. Uh, What were you going to (laughs) say? I feel like Jericho, he's going to have to change his theme song if he's going to go full heel. You can't have the crowd singing along to you when you come out. Yeah, uh, which is too bad because, you know, that's going to leave a big (laughs) hole in the the fan engagement. Uh, I only think the Jericho Appreciation Society, I only think it's real because that totally sounds like a name that Chris Jericho came up with. (laughs) <laughs> definitely he totally came uh, up with the name like if it was anything else I'd be like yeah that's a, that's a good name but you know that he came up with this uh, specific name <laughs> uh, so, so it's, yeah, but it's like Inner Circle 2.0 that's what we got coming we, I, we, we saw it like a mile away uh, yeah. which is fun but uh, Kingston Santana Ortiz against uh, or you know against the Jazz the jazz, the jazz. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Sammy Guevara pops in there to help them out. He was he was always conspicuous <laughs> I don't know. about his. I absence. mean, yeah, he hasn't. He's the only one that doesn't have a side between these two yet. But mm-hmm. who knows? Either way, uh, yeah, no more inner circle, and yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, after that, we had Hangman Page defending his AEW World Title against Mr. Dante Martin. Big opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooty breakout star of the year for me. So, uh, yeah, just having a real good match. Crowd hot, chanting for both guys. Dante's hanging in there, puts up a real good fight, uh, but eventually eats that buckshot lariat, gives Hangman the win to retain his title. And afterwards, Hangman grabs a microphone, puts over Dante for being a great singles competitor. And, you know, your partner was gone for a year. You fought your way all the way up to a world title shot, so... Uh, but that's when Adam Cole comes out, just says, shut your damn mouth. I took you to the limit. You got a fluke victory. That won't happen next time. And, uh, he lays out a challenge for a six man, six man tag for next week. Next week. Say the St. Patrick's day slam slam. That's right. Slam, bam, bash, smash. They have them all. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
then we got some tag action the workhorsemen which was uh what jd drake and who else i forget i know i only i only know i only recognize uh jd drake i i didn't i didn't recognize the other motherfucker yeah well uh they're going up against some goats we got john moxley and brian danielson here uh, just a sh- the 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 shooties shared between this team <laughs> incredible incredible the wrestlers of, course, of the week uh oh yeah. it's something unanimous unanimous Multiple unanimous, Multiple <laughs> unanimous folks uh yeah and of course william regal at their side as well so i mean this this trifecta oh. here is <laughs> mox and brian just working great together crowds chanting thank you regal for putting this all together here and yeah, they dominate the match. Moxley hits a paradigm shift on the floor. Inside the ring, Brian stomps out Drake's head, applies the label lock, gets the tap out win. Afterwards, Tony Schiavone gets in the ring to interview everyone, and Regal gets on the mic, and he starts getting a little emotional, just thanking Tony because they got some history there. And many years back, he helped him when he struggled. and uh, Yeah, he says, I'm uh, obviously no longer required at my old job, and... I was checked out of the business, but uh, then someone told me my friend Brian had mentioned me on Dynamite, so I went and watched it. And Yeah, he goes on to thank Brian Danielson for keeping his name relevant, because anywhere that uh, Daniel Bryan was mentioned, he was always mentioned alongside William Regal and kind of made his name bigger because of it. Yeah, uh, it was kind of funny. He spent all these time talking about Brian. He kind of ran out of time to talk about Mox, so he's like, and Moxley, it's a tough Sadistic wrestler. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no, there's an impl- you know they they both had their they've they've had their substance abuse struggles together. It's like both sides of the coin. Yeah, uh, this, yeah. This is, no, th- these are the two sides of William Regal. Uh, yeah, which but, I, let's we call them that. <laughs> Will, yeah, William yeah. Regal's two sides. That's a good way to put it. And, uh, yeah, just great passionate promo. Very emotional. You can tell he looked like he was on the verge of tears at times. And, you know, Brian very humbled by these words of, yeah, his mentor saying all these nice things about him. And, yeah, eventually uh, he just lays out a warning for every team out there. You've been, you're not going to like what happens when you step in with us because you're going to get stepped on. So look out. Jurassic Express, those titles are going to be. They're on up the for grabs. up for grabs. <laughs> up for grabs pretty soon. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, this this is a tag team that you don't fuck around. With. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't Ryan. bet against these guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after that, we had Wheeler Yuta taking on Pack with Orange Cassidy in the corner wearing a sling, which he uh, he actually injured his arm at Revolution after that big bump to the floor when Keith Lee just launched him. Oh. But yeah, most of this match took place in picture in picture, so not a whole lot. Pack eventually hits Avalanche Brainbuster, locks in the Brutalizer, gets the submission win. Yeah, yeah, Pack. That's all. Yeah, that's that. That's about it, right? Yeah. I don't think there's yeah, anything yeah. to keep him, keep him strong. <laughs> <laughs> keep him winning. Uh, we had an AHFO board meeting where Matt Hardy wants to smooth things over with Andrade and everyone else. So. Uh, they have a company meeting and they hold a vote to see if Matt should be fired. So they all do a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of thing. And uh, behind Matt's back, private party, turn the thumbs down, vote him out. So the whole group beats him down. So everyone's kind of thinking, oh boy, someone's got to save him. 
Uh, so Darby and Sting come out first. They help Matt. They uh, Darby and Sting. They basically just become the uh, default. They're like the Batman, the vigilantes. Of the <laughs> yeah, just because they'll, just, they'll yeah, help out anyone. They're gonna get a huge. They have no they'll get a huge Matt. reaction every single time. <laughs> yeah, and then just kind of uh, lurk back in the shadows. <laughs> so they come out, but they're still outnumbered. So uh, this is when that famous. Uh, famous, uh, anyone can license it track. I don't know what it's called, but we all know the music. It's Jeff Hardy. He's here. Huge pop. Uh, he just comes in the ring, takes out everyone. The crowd's chanting Hardy. Matt hits the blade with Twist of Fate, and then Jeff hits a Swanton Bomb. Hardy boys hug. The crowd cheers. And, uh, yeah. WWE knows they fucked up releasing him when they had... No real reason. <laughs> yeah, cool moment. Uh, I still, I still, I don't get the whole AHFO thing. Um, in this segment in particular, how are the butcher and the blade involved in this? <laughs> I feel bad for them. They got roped into this garbage. So how, like back, <laughs> back, backing track as far as I can. Like, Matt, so Matt Hardy was with Private Party. They've been together for like a while, but yeah. Andrade had nobody. And now he just kind of came in with his uh, his little iPad buddy, Jose. How long had the Butcher... Like, how did they get directly involved in this? I don't remember when, but they've been there for a little while. There like, has there to have the been, like... Yeah, there has to have been, like, a time... It's probably just... I mean, they, no one cares about... I, I could have sworn the they family. were, like, with another organization. Yeah, the whole just, like, inexplicably wealthy. Uh, we've said it before. Uh, but yeah. Jeff Hardy. So there you go. He's there. Yeah, we all expected it to come. Uh, yeah, nice surprise. And like I said, that... His theme song. It's one of those. It's like a public... Run, dun, dun, Anyone dun, can license it. It's been used on TV shows, CSI and shit. So That's the of, key. That's the key, folks. Use public domain. So, so uh, I mean, apparently, MJF, his song as well is like a... It's like a Windows Movie Maker song or like an iMovie. Just like a theme, a default. Oh, really? Well, that's funny. <laughs> like, you know, that's song. what you would use, I guess. You know, the first thing you had or whatever. Uh, if he went to WWE, they could use that song. Yeah. If and when. If and when. Whoa, whoa. Shoot meter going wild here. Uh, wow. Let's continue. Uh, Tony, back in the ring again. The busiest man on AEW, yeah. I think. Mr. Yep. Shimoni. Him and Excalibur. They just bust their asses. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he's in the ring. Interview the winner of the Face of the Revolution match, Wardlow. Crowds all chanting his name. And Tony says, uh, you know... We saw what you did, but uh, you're still under contract to MJF. So Wardlow says, I came to a point where, you know, I got to decide if I was uh, going to spend my life accomplishing someone else's goals or am I going to take that chance and fulfill my own? So before Max, I spent too many years just helping other people, being disrespected, and I thought time with him was time to be free, but I just entered another cage. So uh, you're going to have to forgive me for associating with him for so long and I grew up poor, watching my mom raise me and my two sisters, and wrestling was my way to provide a better life. So, yeah, just going into his whole his background here. And, uh, Some real heart-wrenching shit. Yeah, you know, making us feel more sympathy for Mr. Mayhem. And just says, you know, you, you once you slapped me, you decided your own fate. You put your hands on me, and even though I'm still under contract, but I no longer give a damn. I'm not watching his back. I'm not his bodyguard. I'm no longer in the pinnacle. I'm free. So just go ahead, release me from my contract. And 
My only concern now is winning the TNT title, and I'm not stopping there. Because after years of giving, it's my time to take, and I want it all. So, all Elite Wrestling is officially Wardlow's world. So, that was a nice nice extended promo from Wardlow. Probably the most we've ever heard from him. Yeah. Oh, a hundred. This was uh, like ten times over the most I think we've ever heard from him in one <laughs> yeah. in one sitting. Yeah. And, you know, letting us into his personal life there, gaining some sympathy. and Yeah, I think the crowd's all behind him. We're ready. We're ready for Wardlow, babyface man. <laughs> <laughs> Wardlow, the baby Trademark. face man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, of course, this whole contract with MJF, and if he screws him out of winning the TNT title, and I don't know, lots of ways they can go with this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have to get the Wardlow versus MJF match. Probably at double or nothing. Who knows? That feels like a long time away. I mean, that maybe not. Like, that feels maybe like they... too far. I feel like that too. Fa- I that feels too far for MJF. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I was hoping MJF would be fighting for the world title. Hey, at that exactly, point, so. right? I guess we'll see. Uh, but we got some championships on the line right now. Jurassic Express defending against the acclaimed. Yo, listen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all the that's all I remember from this week's rap. But Jurassic Express, uh, yeah, you know, fighting champs. I feel like they're defending this almost every week since winning it. So good for them. And, Another good match as usual. Max Caster hits the mic drop, his finisher, but uh, Luchasaurus breaks up the pin. And then him and Jungle Boy hit their uh, their combination. I don't even know what it was. Some crazy big double team power bomb, big near fall, and uh, Caster. One of them tries to grab the chain, but Christian on the outside stops them. And Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus hit the springboard Doomsday device, get the win, retain the belts. Retain. Yeah, like you said, Dra- yeah. like you said, Jurassic Express. Just uh, yeah, it feels like every single week because they're so over and shit like that. And uh, <laughs> I feel like all the tag kind of challengers right now are all heels. Like, there's no babyface challenger right now. Yeah, I mean Moxley and Brian. They're they're uh, they're a yin and yang. They're salt. They're yin salt. And vin- they're salt and vinegar. <laughs> or something. But I mean, everyone's gonna love them. Cheer them as baby face. Yeah, and if they're they're common. Yeah, you know, let them win the next uh, month, and by the time they they'll be ready for the number one spot for double or nothing tag title match. There you go. Book it. Uh, then we got Thunder Rosa taking on Layla Hirsch. Excuse me, in a world title eliminator match. So, just a long way of saying number one contenders match. But, uh, yeah, decent bout. Layla healing it up here and tries to grab a weapon from under the ring. But that's when Red Velvet runs up and stops her. And uh, soon after, Thunder Rosa is able to hit the Fire Thunder Driver to earn herself another crack at the woman's title in her hometown of San Antonio, Texas at St. Patrick's Day Slam. And uh, Tony Schiavone comes out after announces that match will be a cage match. So hopefully we can finally keep Rebel and Jamie Hayter at bay and have the the big title match we were hoping for. Yeah, that's what feels weird. Just because, uh, like, I guess, should they have done it? Maybe, should they have done it at the pay-per-view instead? Or is it clearly Thunder Rose is going to, or like Thunder Rose is going to win... Because in her hometown, Maybe they just want the hometown, yeah, face champion. I mean, 
I'm guessing, because if Thunder Rosa loses again, then that's pretty... It uh, takes a lot of wind out of her. Because it's weird. You're like, why would... She just lost. Why would she have a number one contender match? And then... It also made me think, has Britt Baker <laughs> ever won without help? <laughs> Certainly not a big match. Like, I can't... a lesser opponent. Yeah, that's what I would think. Like, yeah. a more, like, starter... Like, Rebel's been on the scene for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much since the beginning of her rise. Britt Baker's rise so I don't know hopefully this will be the end all be all we can get a nice definitive definitive finish maybe even have Thunder Rosa win mm -hmm. uh, that could even be the main event for St. Patrick's Day it Slam could, it knows? could be it could be uh, when we're right there though um, I forgot to kick off the show with it um, but it's time to crown a brand new Tweet of the Week champion it's the Tweet of the Week it's the Tweet of the Week oh yeah skipped over it um <laughs> this week's twilio champion goes to now two-time uh twilio champion and i think canadian uh lance storm <laughs> oh yeah he's definitely canadian. definitely canadian uh where he tweeted out um kind of responding to aw posting a photo of the new the new aw women's world championship you know it looks all it's all gold and black and everything and he um <laughs> he responds with uh if you guys switch the side plates, the three plates would form the globe when worn. As is, the continents are out of order. Please make this geographically correct. Hashtag switch the plates. Oh, anyway, the man's so the man's not wrong. North America is the center. Uh, so if you're sta if you're looking at the belt, okay, North America, South America, the middle. Yeah. Okay. Now to the left is Africa to uh, no, Africa, Europe, all the way to kind of China-ish. And then the right is the rest, kind of China, Japan, down into Australia and all the little islands there. Yeah. Um, man's, man's not wrong. That's a good, yeah, good catch. You know, that's something. Uh, Hashtag switch the plates, folks. Hashtag I'm sure that's an easy thing. Switch yeah, the plates. The tectonic plates are out of order here. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the world is chaos. If that happened to the real world, we would. My God. Didn't you see the core st starring Aaron Eckhart? <laughs> I did not. You did not uh, see the core? I saw the day after tomorrow, though, with Jake Gyllenhaal. So. Yeah, it's close. No, no, it actually, it's not close. It's, it's, they're totally different movies. You should watch it. Yeah. You should watch it. It's the one, of the, a... one of the four DVDs my dad had. So. Uh... Before 1,000? No. Uh, no. Oh, my, sorry. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah at, my, dad. at my dad's house, yeah. Your biological father. My, yes. bio my biodge. <laughs> Uh, all right, off to this main event. We've got uh, another title match. Uh, TNT title on the line. Sammy asshole two belts Guevara taking on Scorpio Sky. Who, uh, yeah, he earned this shot somewhere. I don't remember where, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't explicitly remember. I guess you don't have to earn a TNT title shot. No, just, just fucking, I fucking want it. Give it to me. And, uh, yeah, he's got Ethan Page, Adam Lampert there, helping him out of ringside. And uh, Sammy sets up a table on the floor early on, lays out Scorpio, climbs to the top rope. He goes for the 630, but Sky moves out of the way, so Sammy just crashes, burns hard. Uh, big bump there. And that's when Ty Conti, his new girlfriend, comes out, breaking the fourth wall. Kind of their first on-screen acknowledgement, I guess. Uh, only not too long after the... 
on-screen engagement with his old girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened there? Can we <laughs> I don't can know. we get a can we, can we get a check on that woman? Uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, whenever they get a network deal, if that clip will just be edited out of that episode of whatever it was. On I wonder. Yeah, Sammy's just like, hey, like, can I? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Ty Conti, she's checking on him. That big bump through the table. Uh, the doctors are checking on him. He starts to walk him to the back. Like this match is going to be thrown out. But he stops and says, no, I want to go back in. But his ribs are all fucked up. He's selling them. So gets back in the ring. Scorpio goes right after those ribs. And that's when Paige Van Zant shows up. She's in the front row. Starts talking some smack to Conti. So uh Back in the ring, though, Sammy, he's able to hit the GTH, goes for a shooting star press, but Sky gets the knees up, and then at ringside, uh, Paige Van Zant slams Conti hard into the steel steps, which momentarily distracts Sammy. Scorpio hits him with a TKO and gets the win! New TNT champ. And new! Big upset. Yeah, that was a big surprise for me. Uh, but hey, I'll take it. He's already confirmed he will not be carrying around two belts. Oh, I'm thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, pick one. So the, I don't care which one. Or make a new one. Miro did that, remember? Yeah. Either way, he's, I think he, he gave the other one to Lambert and said, you go put this in a case. Burn it. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> or send it to me. I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, that was the end of a pretty eventful Dynamite. Yeah. 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 That, that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Congratulations, Scorpio. Sky. Really can't wait to see uh, what you do with it. Yeah, second title here for him in AEW. Ooh, the f- is no, never mind. Um, let's uh, let's 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 keep on let's keep on rolling through uh, all elite wrestling. Let's move over to Friday night, right? Our Friday night uh, edition of this week's Rampage. 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 crowd you know you would have watched dynamite lights go out they change the colors (laughs) and then you're in a fucking rampage we open uh this week's episode of uh rampage mark quinn i think he got the uh the jobber entrance there in the ring uh and then darby and sting come down you know you we know the run dun 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 it's uh it's a weird song to get a pop (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just—it's not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a black, uh, sorry, glass breaking type of moment uh, in yeah. there. But uh, they're uh, they're having a match one on one. The way, yeah, you know. two of the smaller guys here, uh, but that doesn't matter at all. They're both very evenly matched. And, uh, yeah, you know, Quen hitting four fifty splashes, big moon salts. Uh, he tries to finish Darby off with a shooting star press, but Darby counters it into a Fujiwara armbar, gets a submission, and then afterwards the AFO come out to attack, and then that's when the Hardy Boys come out wearing the full-on Hardy gear from 1999, just looking great. <laughs> and also that the <laughs> graphics were ready. The graphics yeah. were back there. <laughs> I like to yeah. picture... Um, yeah, I guess like you know, I guess in 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 kayfabe context, this was two days. This was two days apart. 
Never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Never mind. That's okay. Uh, Jamie Hayter took on Mercedes Martinez in a decent match. Some nice stiff strikes there. Just big power moves. Uh, the big moment was the spider German suplex off the turnbuckle that Jamie Hayter landed pretty high on her head there. But uh, yeah, that's when Rebel jumps in, distracts the ref. Baker beats up Mercedes. Hayter hits a big lariat. Kiss the cheap victory off that. Cheap. Yeah. Just yeah. helping. Uh, that's, what that's all yeah. they do in this group. Yeah. Why wasn't uh, like Thunder Rosa there already? Yeah. She came out at the end kind of to say. Yeah. You would Mercedes think. Stuff. I don't. Yeah. This was a classic. Why don't baby faces ever bring back up type of <laughs> moment? Uh, yeah. Because if you're if you're Thunder Rosa, I would have told Mercedes Martinez like, hey, can you come have my back at Revolution? Because obviously these bitches are going to have her back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let's just watch each other's back anytime we face yeah. these bitches. <laughs> yeah, these bitches. <laughs> uh, we got Keith Lee taking on QT Marshall. Everyone's behind Keith Lee here. And uh, yeah, ends it pretty quick. Hits the BBC to get the win. And uh, Marshall didn't even get a... He didn't even get an entrance on this one, too. I think they said on Dynamite before uh, QT Marshall was trying to recruit Keith Lee to be a part of whatever factory (laughs) factory thing, whatever it's called, yeah. No, not doing anything for anyone in that factory. Nope. Uh, But the main event for Rampage, we got the debut of Shane Swerve Strickland taking on Tony Nese. A match you may have seen on 205 Live, maybe. I don't know if they ever crossed paths. In Ooh, that's that's for the nerds to uh, type it <laughs> out. Type it in, nerds. What do you think? But uh, either way, they uh, got a similar cruiserweight style, mesh well together. Uh, yeah, going back and forth. Nice throws Swerve into the steel steps, hurts his ribs, so he starts going after those. Uh, nice hits a nice 450 splash for a tube count. But then Swerve has his big comeback. He hits the house call, the kick to the back of the head, which used to be his finisher from NXT. But uh, he follows up with a top rope double foot stomp, gets the three. But I think he should just cut out the foot stomp, just use the house call. Hmm. But either way, he got the win here. Nice win in his debut. Uh, But I thought Tony Nese, they gave him a lot more in this than Swerve. But hey, whatever. I guess, uh, I don't know, yeah, do your thing. But, um, yeah. but yeah, this was great, right? Yeah, it was solid. Whose house, Swerve's house? I still... <laughs> yeah, people like it. I still don't get how everybody, it's, I, I, I don't get it, I don't get it. I don't get how everybody knew it immediately, <laughs> and now everybody is 100% on board uh, with it. Well, we'll see how it continues, yeah. but... Let's go back to SmackDown here on Friday night. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Kick off the show with WWE champ Cowboy Brock Lesnar coming out, cutting a promo on Roman, talks about being attacked at Madison Square Garden, and uh, believe it or not, this crowd was actually giving Lesnar the what treatment. 
What's really with the crowd well. these days? What's with crowds these days? You know, they're cursing at athletes. They're yelling at recovering alcoholics. They're wedding during babyface <laughs> promos. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird. And Lesnar, I mean, if he stares at you, it would probably would shut the. Is guy it? Up. Is <laughs> it a? Is it the lack of you know being able to express yourself in public for so long, and now that you can, you just wanna ah, you just wanna scream? Maybe. I remember last year, like, remember when the NBA first came back, there was all these fan incidents in, like, the first couple of weeks. Yes. Like, people throwing shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe people are just caged up and they're trying to go <laughs> express it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Lesnar says, I don't care about mania, about the belt. I want blood. Heyman comes out to reply, says, Rain's not here tonight. So Brock says, oh, then I guess no one can protect you. So he goes to chase after Paul into the backstage area. Uh, but Heyman manages to escape into a running car and drive off. That was something. A running car. <laughs> that was something. A run- it was there waiting. <laughs> it yeah. was all. It was already waiting. Uh, so who do you think is driving the car? Yeah. Like you plan for that? Like you plan for something bad to happen? Maybe it was Jimmy. U- well, hopefully it wasn't Jimmy Uso. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it was neither. I don't want Usos. either Usos driving a car. <laughs> if I'm being real. Uh, we go backstage where Seamus and Reg Holland get interviewed, and they say tonight we brought along an old friend. And oh boy, <laughs> this is <laughs> the man you and I know and love dearly. Uh, Pete Dunn walks in, but it's not quite Pete Dunn. Uh, they're calling him Butch, the paper boy. I don't know. Peter Dune. He has like a chimney sweep look about him. <laughs> yeah, he's got like the the hat. What do they call those hats? That kind of hat. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but the, the the overalls, yeah, this looks like a straight up chim chim chiru kind of guy. Chimney, chim chimney. Uh and no, okay. So he Seamus did say we call him Butch, which doesn't necessarily mean it could be a nickname for Peter Dude. Commentary calls him Butch though. Nah, but that's Michael Cole and you can't believe a word he says. Okay. Well, let's get to the match because we got Kofi Kingston, Big E taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland and Butch at ringside. Uh, yeah, I mean, match itself was going fine. It was pretty standard tag match until, of course, the big moment. Uh, Ridge Holland, Big E fight to the floor. Ridge Holland grabs Big E for a belly-to-belly suplex, throws him over his head, and Big E just lands straight down right on his head terrible i mean this was pretty much the exact same landing we saw madcap moss take just a few weeks ago but on the floor so even worse um i mean biggie he's already uh, immediately after the show broken neck he announced it and right away in this match here he didn't even move he just laid flat does not move uh he was out for the rest of the match and yeah they just go on butch would get involved distract kofi sheamus hits him with a bro kick gets the win but obviously the big story is Big E and the broken neck. Uh, just crazy shit. Scary, terrible, awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was the big that was the big moment of the match. Jeez, broken neck. A broken I mean, two or three weeks ago I said Madcap had the scariest bump I've ever seen, and then this happens. Fuck. This was bad. Yeah, this one was <laughs> bad. That's too bad. Uh, we'll see Big E again. He he, yeah, he can I mean, move thankfully. he can move his fingers he can move his toes, 
Yeah. Uh, and, case, and if there's yeah, ever no be, no spinal cord, if damage, there's ever no been a man, being. well, that's the thing. There was, there's so much muscle around there. There's he's so big, his you know it's all protected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of the most uh, like beloved men backstage. Everyone just before even before this incident, incident everyone is always e- just like said he's even one of the if guys. even if he doesn't wrestle ever again, he's got yeah. fucking baby face. Raw GM written all yeah yeah, yeah. oh he's we, we're gonna see him uh, we'll see we'll see him forever yeah but we'll be keeping a close eye on him and wishing him all the best I mean New Day just bad luck with injuries yeah. and stuff lately. and losing titles <sighs> yeah but that's wrestling I mean that's wrestling we've had broken necks we've had this is a, this is a move that Rich Holland himself has done to other guys mm-hmm. and had to go fine so. Shit happens. Very sad. Very unfortunate. But uh, let's move along. We got Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders taking on Corbin, Madcap, Jinder. Uh, but before it even starts, they all beat up Viking Raiders backstage and gang up on Drew. But he's able to beat them off four on one. So whatever. We never even have the match. I think uh, I think right around here. I think uh, were you gonna get to Sami Zayn promo? Um. Uh, a backstage promo? Yes. I think I might have skipped over the, that. The uh, same Zayn promo followed by Johnny Knoxville response. Okay. It was just more talking about WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. So uh, same thing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Johnny Knoxville, you suck. Why'd you do this to me? Conspiracy. <laughs> all this kind of thing. Johnny Knoxville sends in like video message uh, with a plane. And the plane is ca- carrying behind it a banner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just call Sami Zayn at 407-574-1532. You know I called the number, baby. You know I called the number three or four times. Couldn't get in. It, uh, it just kept saying, call failed, call failed. It was fun, though. Yeah. I saw someone post something on Reddit. I heard some people, Can't I heard some people got through. Yeah, someone posted a screenshot of, like, he accepted on FaceTime and just, like, had a big, like, angry grimace on his face and then hung up. <laughs> so, who knows? Yeah. Maybe just, yeah, it, taking a couple calls. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, he didn't take any of my calls, I'll tell you that. But then, <laughs> uh, yeah, but then it was just backstage and Sami Zayn's phone's blowing up. He's like, oh, I, I have to charge my phone four times a day. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's all it was. Call, yeah, call. Yeah. yeah, you try. Try calling. See what happens. Yeah, no, I should, uh. Uh, anyways, after this, Ronda Rousey comes out, cuts a promo on Charlotte and their upcoming WrestleMania match, and the uh, crowd is pretty receptive, chanting for Ronda here, and uh, Charlotte comes out to reply, and both women just vow to tap the other one out, and Ronda says, all right, try to do it now. Charlotte just says, uh-oh, and walks off. Uh-oh, <laughs> Yeah, remember that one week when that got over? What? The uh-oh. I don't know. There was one week where Charlotte kept saying, uh-oh, and the crowd was chanting. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, Uh Sasha Banks. Yeah. Sasha, Naomi, take on Natalia, Shayna Baszler. Just a tune-up match here for the Glow Bosses, as I'll call them. But don't have to. Not officially officially branded yet. But uh, Sasha pulls out a cool new move. It was like a variation of a code breaker, and she gets the pin off of that and the win. So. Yeah, this is thro- this was the thrown together thing, right? Thrown together thing of the night. 
Uh, yeah. Natalia and Shayna Baszler, why? And they didn't even get an entrance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's it. Natalia's always someone's partner. I guess, yeah. yeah. And I guess <laughs> Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to win the titles at Mania. WrestleMania? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, the Usos come out, cutting a promo. They're on day number 236 of their title reign, and they say we got no worthy opponents for WrestleMania. That's when Rick Boogs and Nakamura come out, and they say, hey, we want to be the next champs. Uh, but Boogs is limping. He's got an injured leg from being attacked. The previous week, the Usos say, all right, you want a title shot? You just got to beat Jey Uso one-on-one. So we go to Boogs versus Jey, and... Uh, yeah, Jay tries to go after that injured leg of Boogs, but uh, Boogs unwraps the leg, and it was all a ruse. So he's got Oos right where he wants him now, and just starts muscling him around, presses him above his head, and starts doing reps with Uso, 11 of them. That was tremendous strength. <laughs> Uso's not a small guy. And hey, I've, I've told you to check out the Eric Bugenhagen YouTube <laughs> channel many times. You have. Uh, Jimmy tries to jump in and interfere, so Nakamura takes him out. Boogs hits the Boogs cruise, gets the win, and he's cruising on to WrestleMania. Cruise, baby, you make me money, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Uh, that cruise. There's a song called Cruise. Uh, Rick Boogs, <laughs> yeah, just fucking. You gotta, you gotta check this guy out on YouTube, man. Boogenhagen. Eric Boogenhagen. He's some of the shit he said. It's a great it's a collection of like so many good things. It's funny. It's good. And it's yeah. informative. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. No, he seems like a good guy. I'll try anything. Seems like a good try guy. anything twice, right? <laughs> um, maybe. We got Ricochet defending his newly won Intercontinental title against Sami Zayn here, and Austin Theory comes out and just sits right down next to his WrestleMania opponent Pat McAfee, and uh, eventually he just stands up and. They exchange words. Theory smacks Pat's headset right off his face. So Pat jumps over the table, starts pounding away on Theory, and uh, he actually gets the better of him until security intervene. So uh, we go back to the match, which was actually pretty good. Nice competitive bout here. And uh, Ricochet, he, he counters a vertical suplex into a Hurricane Rana, which I don't think I've ever seen that counter from that move before. So... I mean, he can do anything, Ricochet. He can. He's the... Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn hits a big superplex, goes for the Haluva kick, but Ricochet counters with the recoil, and then he hits the 630, landing hard on Sami Zayn. Just all his body weight. And that gets in the three. Uh, good match, though. Nice retain. Oh, yeah. This was a great way to retain, like, an actual championship. Uh, you know? This was uh, yeah. slapping the hell out of uh, Sami Zayn. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sami Zayn, the last three months or so, has been getting a nice little push, lots of TV time. And so, rumor. Okay, oh, rumor. Rumor mill. Okay. No, I mean, rumor has it that Ricochet is getting kind of a renewed push as well. I mean, he's the champ now, and this is the main event match of SmackDown. So that's a nice position for the both of them. That's a big deal. Uh, one thing I had to say, so Michael Cole uh, did the did the, did the majority of the main event by himself. They're on commentary, Pat right? After Pat, after Pat McAfee uh, was escorted out of the arena after uh, getting physical with Austin Theory, who burned 
his second Brandon Brand Invitational. If <laughs> WWE.com says says Raw, what I'm I I don't make up these rules, Mike. I just I'm just you know I I just have to follow them like everybody else. Michael Cole had this line that just pissed me off so much, where he said <laughs> he said Ricochet, um, something to the effect of like Ricochet, um, you know, became fearless. You know, he was jumping off things. He is you know intensity after watching Johnny Knoxville in Jackass, and like <laughs> I totally get that that's the angle they're going going for but don't you think Excalibur would have said like watching the greats like Rey Mysterio and <laughs> Eddie, Eddie and like literally anyone else who's not I'm Jay Knoxville welcome Jagash. not to say I love Johnny Knoxville but come on Michael Cole yeah, Ricochet didn't uh, watch Johnny Knoxville get hit in the balls and then say to himself, like, <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a wrestler. I'm gonna be one of the greatest yeah. high flyers of a generation. Oh god. Yeah, I'd say that was a reach. Oh my god. Uh, uh Michael Cole, you just <laughs> fucking uh, it was that what he, he every every couple of weeks he says he says something that just pisses me off. <laughs> And that was the one this week, uh, and that was uh, that was the entirety of SmackDown. So it's probably time we. Well, there was one last oh, oh. one last segment after the main event match. We cut to the oh, parking yes. lot, where uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair are fighting. Charlotte had like this leather suit on. I don't know. It was kind of cool. I don't know how it, it was like a leather robe almost. Hmm. I don't know. It had a weird look to it, but. Uh, this was almost like a callback to their WrestleMania feud from a few years ago. They start smashing each other into cars. Uh, no cops, though, or anything got involved. Just kind of denting the car there. And Ronda gets suplexed on the hood. Charlotte locks her into submission and it gets broken up. But uh, Charlotte's actually the one that got the better of the encounter there. So Ronda's pissed. Yeah, it's almost like it was uh, a callback to WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little too on the nose, a little too on the nose for that, but um, yeah, Rhonda, still, she was over, she was over tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'm still intrigued how the WrestleMania will go, because I feel like if they main event over Becky and Bianca, the crowd will be a bit less receptive to it, they could. Yeah, putting, yeah, it's going to be tough. Well, I guess that's they, yeah. they have two weeks. They have like what two more weeks to fucking put it all out. Like these the four of the the four of these performers, you know, they're bat they're battling mm -hmm. for the main event. Yeah, for I'd sure. So. That night one, it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs still. Uh, but yeah, that was the entirety of SmackDown, and probably uh time for us to take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll take a break. We'll come back more. Uh, we have Monday Night Raw, some 2.0, so you're going to want to stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah. Back here with the second part of the podcast, folks. Thanks for sticking out through the break. Um, Some things have... Uh, since the dawn of time... Man has had but uh, th th three simple pleasures. Uh, a roof over their head, a woman to bed, and Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get raw! Let's get raw! 
this thing. I don't know what to say. It's the uh, the longest ever, right? Running weekly episodic show. You get you can't make this stats <laughs> up. You can't make it up. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Longest weekly episodic something. And this week we're. I mean, shows uh, like there there are shows like Judge Judy, which have had more episodes, but I don't know how they go. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think that's a like, that sounds like a different category because they'll just chug yeah. out like seven at a time, talk shows, and, and then shit. put them out in like yeah. thirty minute chunks. They're really just long YouTube videos. But anyways, <laughs> Monday Night Raw is making their way, uh, uh, making their way downtown to Dallas. Walking fast, talking. That's right, and Mr. Kevin Owens himself comes out. Uh, talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin and WrestleMania in Texas. And uh, starts off his speech with a Razor Ramon tribute. Uh, hey, yo! Which you'll hear a couple times this week. But, uh, yeah, just talks about him being a superior Canadian and the crowd chants USA at him, and he starts stealing all of Steve Austin's catchphrases and ends up hitting a stunner on the poor cameraman at the end of it all. Poor cameraman. What did he ever do? Yeah. Don't know. Wasn't Robert Rude this time. At least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Finn Balor takes on Damian Priest. Austin Theory comes out to watch. Uh, Priest picks up Balor, hits the razor's edge onto the announce table. Uh, and then Balor fights back, though, climbs the top rope, goes for the coup de gras, but then Austin Theory jumps up, distracts him. Balor goes out, drop kicks him, but then turns right back into a reckoning, which gives Priest the win. The camera cut to Austin Theory. Austin Theory was on commentary for this uh, for this little chunk. It just kept cutting to him way too much. Like, <laughs> Finn Balor and Damon Priest were in <clears throat> the match and just kept... Yeah. It almost looked, like, almost looked yeah. like a guy who was just kind of like looking right, and they're like, oh, someone's talking over there. Okay, back to the action. And why is he, I mean, he's, he's feuding with Pat McAfee now, but why does he still have this feud going on with Balor, and he's fucking with him still? I don't know what this is about. I don't know. Because they look the same? Well, I guess, I think because he's getting a push, <laughs> and that's what a push is these days. You're everywhere. You're, okay. <laughs> you do everything. Because uh, you're everywhere. Yes. Omos, up next. To take on Commander Aziz. Battle of the Giants here. Apollo Crews tries to interfere, but Aziz cannot even knock Omos off his feet. And then Omos shows off some pretty nice strength when he actually deadlifts uh, Aziz all the way up into a vertical suplex. And then hits him with a choke bomb. So he's not just big. He's uh, He's got some some weight behind him. Some real, uh, yeah, some real mass. Some dominant win. Yeah. So, more wins, like we've been saying, though, probably just leading up to the Andre the Giant thing, but why not? If anyone's going to win, it might as well be him. Yeah, it feels like uh, the Omos train really slowed down after uh, him and AJ lost. Yeah, he kind of, he won the feud, but uh, obviously AJ's still the way more prominent figure. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Weird. Oh, well, after this, Liv Morgan took on Queen Zelina. Pretty decent little match. Some nice moves. Uh, Fun little moment when Liv gets Zelina locked in a body scissors with her legs and just starts rolling all around the ring with her. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun Uh, fun one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Carmella jumps in, allows Zelina to hit a big power bomb. So Rhea Ripley chases after Carmella. Uh, she just jumps right into Corey's arms. And then back in the ring, Morgan hits the Oblivion and gets the win. Yeah, so yeah, poor Selena Vega, Carmella, eh? Uh, I mean, I don't know, like they're champions. Like, for I guess, like, weeks. but why do you win <laughs> if only like yeah. they're just gonna lose? They're gonna lose that mania. The inevitable breakup is coming. And watch, yeah. uh, have you said? Did you watch any of the reality show? Hell no. I know you said. Hell I know you no. said you wanted to. You were gonna check it out. No, I never, never ever. You ever, said ever. you were gonna check it out. Maybe just the first two or three episodes. Total divas would be rolling in its grave. <laughs> if it saw this show. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out, talks about his plan for WrestleMania. He's still trying to get himself booked, and there's only three weeks left. So that's how you—that's how Mania matches are booked. You just—you just keep trying to get them <laughs> booked. It's like it's almost like a uh, like a business proposal, you know? Yeah, you pitch, you pitch. Uh, so, anyways, he's running out of time. He invites out his good friend Kevin Owens. He says, "Hey, man, let's share your idea. What if I do a talk show too? Do the Rollins Report?" And I can have Steve Austin as my guest. And Owens is like, what? No, that's my thing. That's that's what I'm doing. And Rollins is like, okay, okay. How about you and I fight for it? Winner gets a talk show tonight. Which and Owens is like, no. A talk show <laughs> on a pole match. As soon as I heard this, I was on board. Well, Owens is not. He says, no, I don't want to do that. That's my idea. But Sonya Deville says, hmm, I like this. Let's do it, boys. Main event, Owens versus Rollins. <laughs> Winner gets Steve Austin. In uh, Steve Austin on a pole match. Custi- where does Austin come in? He consented to uh, Kevin Owens. Well, interview. Yeah, Seth Rollins. When you, you can't just... when you work for WWE, you have a lifetime consent <laughs> clause. There's a lifetime uh, consent clause. Okay. Uh, we got some tag action. The Mysterios taking on the Hurt Business. Miz and Logan Paul coming out for commentary. Uh, back in the ring, Mysterio's hit double 619. Dominic hits a frog splash, gets the win. And then afterwards, Miz and Logan try to jump them, but they're the ones that end up getting dumped to the floor, so the Mysterio's stand tall. Yeah, the Logan Paul. So, th- well, you know, this is kind of the uh, second of our three celebrities in a match. Third, I guess, if, <laughs> if, if we do count Pat McAfee. Yeah, I'd still count him. Yeah. Uh, uh, we get a quick little announcement. Queen Charmel making it into the Hall of Fame this year. Husband Booker T going to induct her. So. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got. It's going to be probably at least three or four people by when it's all said and done. Yeah. We'll Taker. Okay. A few more. Uh, Edge comes out. He's got a new heel theme song here. Uh, still by Alter Bridge, same band, different sound. And uh, but and a whole th- new thing going on. The the light presentation seems to be uh, here to stay. He's got a little suit, yeah, the blue lights. His hair's he's the opposite. His hair's curled, uh, pushed back, slicked back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just cuts a promo, puts himself over, talking about how great he is and his upcoming match against AJ, and pretty much it. Yeah, and he also did the classic. Uh, you know, uh, he's telling us whose fault it is. And I'm like, who, Edge, who? And they're like, it's, he's like, it's your fault. And I was like, what did I do? Uh, you know, I guess I, you know, I, it's my fault. I should have, <laughs> I should have paid, been paying more attention to the greatest wrestling match ever. I wanted, I, mean, I we, wanted to see him win at Mania. You know, I wanted to see all these things. It's his fault. He didn't make them happen. Don't blame yeah, me, Edge. Yeah, we can't wrestle the match for you. I, what, what do you, so. what do you want me to do? 
wrestle the <laughs> damn thing for you? Uh, believe it or not, we got another preview. Veer Mahan coming soon. Oh, it's so soon. <laughs> At this point, it's just a running joke. Like they're just fucking with everyone. He's right? get he's doing matches on um like main event. Yeah, but why? That doesn't even exist <laughs> to most people. <laughs> I I honestly couldn't tell you where to find it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's on uh, Sports Center. At like three thirty in the afternoon, sometimes. Is it on their YouTube channel? They don't post it to YouTube. No, it's on sport. It's on not. Sportsnet. It's on TV. Someone, maybe like old people that are at home. That's like their big nightly show because they go to bed at six p.m. <laughs> so like, oh my god, watch the wrestling tonight. Two thirty. It's two thirty. Beer Mahan's on. He's hot. This Beer Mahan. He's hot. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> we go to some women's action. Bianca Belair taking on Dewdrop. We've seen this many times recently, but always Not pretty good performance. Nine, here. nine times we've seen it. Nine times. Really? Yeah. Or this is the ninth. This is time number nine. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Dewdrop hits a nice Michinoku driver for two count, but Belair fights back, and once again, as we've seen her do. She lifts Dewdrop, marches her all the way to the center of ring, hits the KOD. Still impressive every time I see it. That's just amazing strength. I mean, that's just what uh, the whole that's just what we're all waiting for, the whole audience. We're just, we're just waiting for that yeah. big KOD. And of course, gets the win there. Afterwards, Becky Lynch shows up, attacks her, uh, slams her head first into a chair, and then she grabs the chair, wraps it around Bianca's neck grabs her by the hair and pulls her, slamming her into the ring post, crushing her neck in the chair. Terrible damage. I mean, we saw we saw non-cave babes some neck damage this week, so they're, uh, yeah, they're pushing going it. right to it. Yeah, pushing the envelope there. But, uh, yeah, big angle here, setting up WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bianca will come up with a brace next week, a bedazzled brace to sell the injury. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, but uh, Becky Lynch made this comment about her hair about Bianca's hair yeah I don't know I what was I thinking no she said something and I thought about a hair versus hair match I wish I could remember specifically what she said that would be too much because I was like that's a weird though it was just a weird it was a weird specific thing to say I can't remember never mind okay if they did that that would be too much neither girl can lose their hair I feel like yeah, almost anyone. Who would want to shape their hair in WWE that's a woman? Probably not many. I don't know. I have to ask him. Sonya Deville was gonna. She. It was. We were close. No, I uh, mean, it was Mandy Rose who ended up cutting it, right? Well, I thought we were gonna get a full. We never really had the match. Yeah, it never really but. happened. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the RK Bro Championship Celebration. New tag champs. Uh, the ring is set up. They've got. Popcorn, soda, some hand-drawn signs, half-deflated balloons. Uh, they talk about going to WrestleMania, which is going to be Orton's 18th WrestleMania of his career. Wow. So that's like 50%, so pretty pretty significant there. And uh, once again, he puts over Riddle for being his friend, and they hug. Uh, turns out Orton was the one who set up this whole celebration party, and Reynolds is just like, Randy, this is the greatest night of my career. You're the coolest. And uh, there's some mysterious gift in this little bag, but we don't see what's in it. 
probably weed, right? Probably edibles. Drugs? Edibles? Yeah. Uh, street profits interrupt. Street profits come down. They say, hey, man, we want to challenge you at WrestleMania. But Orton says, guys, we busted our balls to win these titles. We did spelling bees, quiz bowls, triple threats. So the answer is no. And Street Profits don't like that. Orton just says, you better leave or I'll make you leave. And Riddle tries to keep the peace between everyone. Just says, hey, dude, Randy, we got to face someone at Mania. And, you know, they did pin us a couple weeks ago. So maybe it's the right thing to do. So Randy says, okay, we accept. Street Profits say, all right, next time you want to throw a party, we'll show you one that's not so ass. And Riddle just says, bro, Randy worked really hard on this. And I thought we were cool, but... I don't even want to wait till WrestleMania now. So uh, <laughs> we just get a little singles match. Riddle versus Ford. Good little match. They go back and forth. Riddle counters a power bomb, hits the RKO, but then Otis and Gable show up, attack, cause a DQ, ruin the end of the match. <sighs> ruin the damn match. Uh, maybe a triple threat, though. Street Profits, Alpha. I think, still think Alpha Academy has some stake. In the, uh, yeah, I think they, they've the earned a spot yeah. on the WrestleMania card yep. after this. Yeah, definitely a triple threat, I would do. Uh, and then after this is when we got the video tribute to Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Because I don't think he officially passed until like maybe during, like we all knew it was coming, but he was on life support. I think Who knows? during the show. yeah, During the show, yeah. So they played the tribute, very well done as always. Crowd chance for Razor at the end and... Yeah, just nice, very well-made package. Some guy. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Some guy was back twice. Twice, exactly. Two times. Two times. Maybe more by when all said and done. <laughs> yeah, is there? Is there a? Th- what else would he go in for? I don't know if they want to induct the Click as its own <laughs> unit. <laughs> Even though. Maybe. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Then we have the main event: Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Winner gets to interview Steve Austin. Steve Austin on a pole. Yeah. I was telling you. <laughs> and also maybe a friendship on the same pole. Friendship on a pole well match. Uh, and it was a pretty good match, you know, as to be expected. They got lots of chemistry, worked together. And Seth gets a bunch of big near falls. He goes for a roll-up, but the ref was so out of position that uh, delayed making the count. Seth gets angry, yells at the ref. The distraction allows Owens to hit the stunner, get the win, and keep his spot at WrestleMania. Oh, thank Seth God. Is stunned. I was really worried somebody wasn't going to be interviewing Stone Cold. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, all these hot rumors still flying around that uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, that could be the match, but we're running out of time. If you want to debut Cody and set up the match, you only got a couple weeks. Unless the plan is to just debut them at the event, do some kind that of that could be. I mean, big surprise. I mean, they did. Uh, like, remember when John? The, remember when John Cena bought ringside tickets? So he <laughs> and then waited for the Undertaker, and then he t- yeah. tore off his shirt and ran backstage. Uh, I was gonna say. What are you gonna say? Uh, a couple of years back, when we had the unannounced Hardy Boys return, where they kind of just showed up day of and had the match. So yeah, could yeah. See that with Cody Rhodes. That was a big moment. That was a big moment. The big pop. Uh, do you think they would get his song? Because I think the song was the pop in the Hardy Boys example. Because, <laughs> like, uh, like you said, the uh, the ever, uh, you know, the, the 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 pounding of the toms. Yeah, I mean, Cody's his song in AEW was like a real just 
band song. I'm sure they could license yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder. I think in WWE, he also had a real band. I forget. It was like that. Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what his presentation will be? Will he have a big fucking tunnel and a 60-foot-long cape? Uh <laughs> He'll come up. Uh, he'll come up through the floor in a glass box. Yeah. Will he get the Undertaker treatment like AEW's entrance? Big know. dong. Oh, just uh, <laughs> just long. Fourteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen minutes. And you okay? Or or um, this will. And I think if 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 we make it to WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes is not there, I think we need to kind of include a Cody Rhodes bet prop bet type of category because i would say remember what remember on those uh first few pay-per-views he was always destroying imagery of wwe you know he had the hammer yeah, at one point the triple H. Like, like like what could he do to <laughs> to for AEW? symbolically crush aew <laughs> <laughs> something like a stick of dynamite or tnt you know like we're getting there yeah i think we're in the ballpark yeah a jaguar, so, yeah, jag- something, something like jaguar. that. Like we're 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 in we're in the right we're in the right area, which is what matters. Yeah, uh, that was entirety of Monday Night Raw. Let's cruise on over to a show that has a has a pay per view even b- before Mania, the morning of, of. the morning of eight thirty five sharp. Uh, first bell <laughs> <It's> goes <early. laughs> First bell goes off. This is the ten thousand dollars suit all over again. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're talking about NXT 2.0. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but, but it's but, good but, wrestling. But, so NXT. But, um, watch and see. But, um, try to tap out a count out but, um, of one, two, three. Um, That's where this. Dolph Ziggler, our brand new champion, uh, is actually brought down to the ring, but none other than the Miz. And Robert Root. This uh, we, we we kick off at Agassi with an episode of Ms. TV, pretty much. Uh, it, exactly. It was that's what literally it was. just that. Um, so you know something. You know some shenanigans are gonna follow. It made me remember we don't have a current. We don't. There's no kind of current talk show segment on NXT. I don't think there's that lashing out thing, which is just terrible. Terrible. But there's yeah, no we've, there's we've, there's no in ring like ding dong hello type. <laughs> oh, well, speaking well, of nothing, Bailey, where are honestly, you? nothing will nothing can top ding dong hello. That was one of the few hits. Yeah, well, honestly, few hits. between Ms. TV, the Peep Show, uh, uh, <laughs> Jerish, well, all the things, KO show. KO show. Between all the shows, ding dong hello had, had some special. It's the most creatively uh, unique. The doors, just having two door, door. props, changed the world. And even like the way she played herself, she played it up like she was you know, I, yeah, this, more goofy. This gimmick that she made up was so weird yeah. and was, super <laughs> oh, Hey, Hey, we miss you, Bailey. Come we back. We miss you, Bailey. Miss uh, Bailey. Yeah, Come yeah, back. Back to, uh, back to NXT, though, um, where uh, I guess Ms. Congratulating, Braun, uh, congratulating Dolph Ziggler on beating Braun Breaker. Yeah, shocking the world. And... Uh, yeah, crowd was. It was funny when Ziggler came out. The crowd was actually singing his song. Believe it or not, they knew the words. Like that big drop. Bring it on! I could hum it. They knew it. <laughs> yeah, I could do the hook, the couple parts. But uh, yeah, so big reception. They talk about the win. He's taking over NXT. Uh, then they play footage of Braun Breaker earlier in the day. He was just storming around the Performance Center, looking for Ziggler, trashing stuff. And then he burns out in his 
Mustang or something drives away angrily. Uh, and then that's when L.A. Knight comes out and says, Hey, Zig Man, I want a shot at that title. Yeah! <laughs> and everyone says, Yeah. And Ziggler says, I'm a fighting champ, but I only fight superstars, kid. When you find the main event, that's where I'll be. Uh, but then at the end, he ends up accepting the match. So that's your main event tonight. L.A. Knight found it. L.A. LA Knight uh, finally putting in the work. Yeah, this, this just felt like it was a straight-up... Uh fucking segment from raw <laughs> these, these guys meet up and then uh except ziggler feels like a much bigger deal yeah there. but Z- yeah ziggler does feel like a way bigger deal um <laughs> I, I do want to point out the one thing uh when dolph ziggler did say uh, i i only wrestle super i only mess with superstars kid uh la knight is two years younger than dolph ziggler um <laughs> it's dolph funny, ziggler's yeah. 41 years old and la knight's 39 and apparently that's enough. But hey, I mean, that's enough for him to call him a kid. A kid. You put them side by side, though. I wouldn't be able to guess which one of them is older, right? Yeah, off that's a good point. And yeah, that's kind of part of how old does NXT want us to think LA Knight is? Probably, definitely not thirty nine. <laughs> definitely not thirty. Okay, just making sure because I feel like AJ doesn't hide it. You know, Wendy, his kids. Like AJ doesn't hide the fact that well, yeah. you know he's got this three children's birthdays. Exactly, and yeah, we're not asking, we're not pretending AJ is a spry twenty-one-year-old. You know, yeah. he's got a. I mean, LA Knight's one of those guys where I feel like he's probably been the same for the last ten years, so it's hard to tell when he. What? Yeah. What? what when's he gonna turn <laughs> from twenty-eight to thirty-eight? He's probably around the same-looking guy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, then we got Santos Escobar taking on Cameron Grimes for uh, North American ladder match uh, qualifier. I guess you got to earn your spot here. So good match. We know what these guys can do and uh, show it off here. Legato on the outside causing trouble for old Grimy, and uh, they go back and forth. Grimes goes for the cave-in, but Escobar catches him, hits the Phantom Driver, gets the win. So. Poor Grimy. Grimy. Oh, no. Not even in the match. I thought he should be a, one of the next champions. Well, he is, a, he, you know, there could still, he could still find his way in there somehow. Yeah, second chance. But yeah, fucking Phantasma, so, man. They need to go. This is, yeah. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're, they're Got, like, they're like yeah, the Andrade family office. Exactly. They're the fucking Jamie Hayter and Reba type thing. Yeah, yeah. Disappointed for Grimy there. But uh, after that, we got Kushida taking on a kid. Not a kid, a kid. <laughs> some, But uh, yeah, pretty small guy. But that goes with Kushida's style. So some nice wrestling here. Some grappling, submission work. Nice hard fought match. A kid hits this big uh, springboard arm drag into a DDT and gets the win. So big upset. Yeah, big upset for uh, for a new fella. Yeah, don't know much about him, mm. but looked good. Yeah. I guess we uh, uh, we will know more about him, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. Well, and, uh, backstage, though, we go. Legato Phantasma gets interviewed when the Mysterios show up. It's just open season here on NXT. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. But a uh, big pop for them. Uh, Escobar offers a hand. Ray shakes it. Uh, but then they start getting each other's face a bit, slinging some insults over who's the best lucha in the business. So, uh, 
Ooh, possibly. They'll settle that. Po- yeah, I know, I know. Settle that with Ray Phoenix, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, well, I don't know if the. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if we want to find out the best. If they could, yeah. Ray, Ray Phoenix can somehow he do anything right. he wants, so I think I think they'd I think they'd allow it. Throw Bandito yeah. in there. Get, take the best luchador from all from every brand. Throw him into one ring. Let him battle it out. <clears throat> we go to Saray, who's about to make her entrance, but before she can do her transformation, Tiffany Stratton attacks, steals the magic medallion. So good thinking there, because. Uh, yeah, now she has to have the match with the schoolgirl, schoolgirl version of Saray. So yeah, that's where she, uh, uh, that's where she gains all of her power. Yeah, so Stratton's able to make quick work of her. Hits a nice flipping handspring back elbow, and then her twisting Vader bomb finisher. But she twists a little too hard on the finish there. Doesn't hit it perfectly straight, but still gets the win. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's a little green, but she's got the great athleticism. You can tell that athletic background will come in handy. You you love to see it. You love to see the athletes just yeah. just competing at the top of the sport. The natural athletes, you know, groom her right. She could be like a yeah. Bianca, don't say that, Charlotte. I, Tra- well, I say train Maybe her train. right. Train, sure, sure. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. The toxic attraction. Uh, we go to this backstage. All their belts have been stolen. Cora Jade's been up to some some funny business here. Uh, so she's kind of hid them all throughout the arena. And uh, JC Jane's out looking for her belt. She finds it hanging up. She pulls, tries to loosen it, but ends up just activating a trap. So now she's locked in a cage. It's like Home Alone back here. <laughs> Cora Jade's Macaulay Cora Jade set up a little Home Alone situation. <laughs> uh, watch out for yeah. marbles and don't touch any door handles. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa comes out for a promo and uh, starts going into how much gratitude he has for NXT, the crowd, everything. It's been his life for the past seven years. Crowd's all chanting his name and he's just going over his long history. And uh, You know, we can they, they kind of see where this is going. They're saying, please don't go. He says, I don't quite know where I'm going to go. You know, I've had the opportunity. I had the opportunity last week for a perfect fairy tale ending to go into stand and deliver as the NXT champion but I blew it lost the match so is there a perfect way to close out this chapter the crowd chants one more match but he says uh, yeah or he thanks the crowd and thanks everyone from the bottom of his heart and that's when Tony D'Angelo gets in the ring he's got a crowbar but he throws it down doesn't attack he picks up a microphone and says I could have hit you there but I respect you enough to get in this ring face to face, and I've been thinking lately, who do I gotta beat around here to put my name in the history books and become the man? So here I am in front of you, the guy. So I challenge you, stand and deliver. And Champa says, "All right." They shake hands, and then Tony knees him in the balls, tells him, "I'm gonna be the new Don of NXT," and kisses him on the cheek. The Godfather, kiss it down. Oh wow, yeah, a real, real illusion. Right there to the, uh, is, I guess, yeah. Is this Champa's farewell song? I mean, that's how they laid it out to be, pretty much. I mean, he literally told us, thanks <laughs> for the booze, thanks for the cheers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it could not be any more obvious, I would think. I'm surprised Grayson Waller isn't the one to uh, to do it. 
Yeah, really? I mean Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I would, well, I would think I'm at, uh, the heat on on uh, Grayson Waller for taking out Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 a big deal. I guess maybe they want something big for Tony D. You know, they he's one of their big guys, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, being the guy to end Ciampa's NXT run could uh, do some big things for him. That's a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah. Either way, should be fun. Fun match. Uh, we go to Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada facing each other one on one. It's come to this. Once a promising team, now coming to blows here. And uh, that jerk, Duke Hudson, outside the ring, causing trouble for Indy. But then Dexter Loomis comes sliding out from under the ring, which scares Persia. And Indy rolls her up, gets a three. And then the two couples just start making out. Looking at each other, trying to one up each other's heart. Like Indy's tears off Dexter's shirt, jumps on him. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like this part. A little weird. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to prove, but we go back to the parking lot where a trap is now set for Gigi Dolan. She finds her title attached to a dumpster lid. She jumps in to retrieve it, and then a forklift lowers from above, closing the lid, trapping her. Trapping her inside like a poor, hungry raccoon. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Raul Mendoza takes on Dominic Mysterio in a nice little Lucha Libre match. And um, Electro Lopez on the outside tries to interfere. And that's when Fallon Henley shows up to stop her. And she's got uh, Briggs and Jensen at her side. And So they all fight with Legato. And back in the ring, Dominic hits a 619 frog splash to get a win. So all of a sudden, Dominic's picking up a couple wins here this week. And, you know, one of them are here on NXT, taking on a, 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 <laughs> a Phantasma. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. Uh, I mean, that's a thing. Is this just a one-week feud? Are they going to fight again at Stand and Deliver? Who knows? Uh, no, I feel like that'd be too much because they have the they have the Logan Paul match. Like, Oh, yeah, that's later right. Later that right. day. Too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 Possibly. Definitely, definitely too much. Uh, back in the parking lot for the final trap, Cora Jade has Mandy Rose's NXT title this time and a can of spray paint. And then she gets inside her car, but then Mandy Rose jumps up from the back seat, attacks her, lays her out, says, you want to fight me for the title? I'll fight you and anyone else. Uh, and then she picks up the can of spray paint and draws the old TA Toxic Attraction logo on Cora's back. Like she's Hollywood Hogan or something. Wow, do it on the belt, why don't you? <laughs> Maybe. But uh, so that's set. There's your title match for Stand and Deliver. Mm-hmm. We go back in the ring where the Creed brothers are pissed off from last week. And they say, whoever jumped us, be a man. Get out here right now. Face us. MSK's music hits. They say, it wasn't us. Crowd chants, bullshit. And then Imperium show up on the balcony and... All three teams argue about who deserves the tag titles, and Imperium says, all right, triple threat match, stand and deliver. So there you go. Should be good. Yeah, that was easy, too. That was easy, too. Is it, is yeah, it time for easy. somebody else to win the belt? <laughs> it's time for Imperium to lose? I'd say. Yeah, I'd say probably the Creed brothers. I would think. I would think. They seem to be getting, like, the best push. Yeah, they're the 2.0 team, tag team, I would mm-hmm. say, of the new guy. I mean, Briggs and Jensen aren't on their level, right? I wouldn't say so. <laughs> Jack of Time's not on their level. Oh, definitely not. So, 
<laughs> well, let's go to this main event NXT title match. Dolph Ziggler defending against LA Knight. Good match here. Crowd was hot. Uh, Knight puts up a real good fight. Gets a couple near falls. Hits a burning hammer. But Ziggler's able to just get a foot on the rope. And uh, Dolph has his comeback and he hits the super kick. Gets the three, retains his title. <laughs> and then afterwards, Braun Breaker comes out, tells Ziggler, I want the rematch for that championship at Stand and Deliver. Rude takes a swing at Braun. He knocks him out. Or Braun knocks Rude out. And then Ziggler says, All right, you want this? You want the shot? You got it. So that's set. It's pretty much booked our set. Whole card we we booked the entire card. Thank <laughs> God. Um, you know, because it just gives us time to really stew on it. Uh, Braun Breaker needs a lower voice. Um, <laughs> and, or I okay, I can't tell if he has a high voice or if he just has like the excited voice. Like you know, um, when you'd be giving a uh, a school presentation and you were ten, you rush through it and you talk really fast eh, because you just kind of get through it. You know. I feel yeah. like he has just it's something like that. He's like, it's just like he has, he has a scream like that kind of like, <laughs> you want the belt? I'll give him the I'll give him the match. He has a, he has kind of like a, th- a bit of a thing like that. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but yeah, yeah. No, I hear. You. I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's still pretty new. He might still have to find his voice a little uh, bit, tone things, tone things up and down here and there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like we said, that's pretty much standard deliver. The card is booked. The card's booked, baby. Uh, we didn't get any of the uh, dusty the women's, women's dusty cup. Plastic. No, we did not. Uh, that was kind of so. the thing on my mind, uh, you know, because the well, the action we got, you know, between Cora, Cora Jade and whatever, only because her and Raquel lost. And then I was like, oh yeah, they lost. Um, we have what do we have going on here? We have sleepy, sleep, uh, <laughs> sleepy, <laughs> sleepy, crazy, sleepy, crazy, and. and uh, yeah, on it. EO and uh, Kaylee Ray. Yeah, and Kaylee Ray. Uh, hopefully, well, I guess yeah. that. Well, I guess probably so. That'll probably be the last match to be, and then we got we got to build this uh, North American title ladder match. We still have a few uh, entrants for this. Probably three more. Yeah, we'll figure all those spots out. We'll figure all those uh, spots out. Uh, what a great episode of NXT. Uh, that was almost it for the show. Almost it. Like I said, uh, we have one more thing uh, when we encapsulate the week's action and give you uh, our wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. The wrestler of the week of the week of the week. The wrestler of the week of the week of the week. The wrestler of the week of the week. Mike, you start us off this time. All right. Yeah, some uh, some fun stuff this week. Some good promos and good action in the ring. But a few weeks back, you know, we saw some crazy shit happen. <laughs> uh, Madcap Moss, that bump, nearly killed him. And then same thing happened this week to Big E, a very beloved wrestler. Uh, I'm giving it to Big E just for, you know... We're all, yeah, fighting through that broken neck. He's okay. It's positive energy as always. Uh, love Big E. He'll come back. He'll be better than ever. And, yeah, just give it to him for being a tough son of a bitch. One tough SOB. Uh, Big E. Oh, now I feel like a dick for... <laughs> no, I <ain't>. No, <laughs> there's nothing. 
There's no judgment on wrestler of the week. See, when you picked Madcap, it was like, ah, he was okay. But uh, we he we know okay. we know factually. <laughs> well, that's why I felt like I had to pick Biggie. If I picked Madcap, I had to. Pick oh, I guess that's a good point. You had to stay consistent. <laughs> okay, I'm going over for myself. Just for yourself. That's right. Uh, my wrestler of the week. I'm. Um, let's talk. Uh, I'm going to Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens. Hey. Yeah. Can't go wrong. He's been, he's putting in some great work. We saw a lot of them this <laughs> week. Uh, and some good stuff. Unfortunately, um, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin himself wasn't on the poll, but uh, I know in spirit, <laughs> I know in spirit he was. And uh, coming yeah, on, he had a beer commercial, Stone Cold IPA. I saw that. <laughs> he's also in a yeah, cold. Kevin Owens is like, why are you playing that? Commercial? He's also in like a State Farm commercial for cold calls. They have him, yeah, him and Ice Tea, Ice Tea, and, and then uh, someone else. Someone else cold. So, really. Someone else that has a nickname that's something cold. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was our wrestlers of the week, and that was the whole <laughs> podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, that was episode one seventy five. Uh, rate, view, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. We'll be back next week as we make our way towards our bicentennial. <laughs> yeah, the bicentennial WrestleMania, Stand and Deliver, St. Patrick's Day Slam, tons of fun stuff. It's always fun. It's wrestling. And there's sad stuff, too, as we saw this week. But uh, we mostly try to keep it fun. We keep it fun here on the podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. And Mike, take care of yourself. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Enjoy.